I'm looking forward to my talk today with Wake Forest Demon Deacons alum and current member of the White Sox, Gavin Sheets. Gavin, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so we got Thanksgiving here coming up a few weeks away. Are uh, are you providing the turkey this year? I, uh, <laughs> like you got you uh, got got the got the uh, got it loaded up, ready to go, or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. We got. We usually do. Uh a bunch of different stuff. I do kind of a, I got a family, um, all this from the South. So we go out, we, I mean, we've got oysters, we've got ham, smoked ham, smoked Turkey. So we yeah. kind of throw it all out there. So I'm, I'm always excited for that meal. Yeah. I mean, I saw even just on social media, you're, you're you seem like a pretty avid hunter. Yeah. So, uh, is that like, it seems like a lot of times when people are hunters, it's kind of a generational thing. So is that your father? Is that run the family a little bit? Does uh, my dad did a little bit? It's more my mom's side. Uh, my cool. my uncle, my uncle and cousin are, are really big into it, and um, you know that's that's one of the nice things when you get back. It's after a long season, you just want to kind of get in the woods or, or get wherever and um, yeah. throw things down. You know, it's not even about the hunting necessarily. Just just being out there alone and, and just kind of slowing things down and um, you know yeah. reflecting a little bit, but but just yeah, getting out in nature. Yeah, I found that like a lot. There's a lot of athletes out there that use hunting for that. Like almost the meditation side of it, just to like after the craziness of a season to quiet down. So, but also you know maybe grab a turkey or two there too. Right, so. exactly. But uh, I, I we had talked about I put a few years in the mid '90s in Baltimore and uh, living outside the city. But I, and I the timing was great because I got to experience the Cal Ripken hype and you know, that Ironman streak and how epic that was. And so I know you were born in Baltimore and have deep ties to the city. So tell us about the city and what the Orioles mean to you. Yeah. So, um, my dad actually played with them. So I, I grew up a, a huge Orioles fan. Um, you know, I, I wasn't around, I wasn't born when, when he was playing, but I was born right after. And, um, so, you know, for me, it was kind of nice because you, you get him and you get him in the house 12 months out of the year. You know, you're not you're not fighting the baseball schedule. Um, yeah. So he would always go back living in Baltimore. We'd always go back to the stadium. He'd do stuff. And, um, you know, that's kind of where my love for the game grew was going to Orioles games, going with him, um, seeing him interact with fans and, and just seeing their excitement. And uh, so that was that was kind of where my baseball um love grew and then you know obviously watching that I, I wanted to be a professional athlete I wanted to do that for for a living just like him and um so that's yeah it, it all comes back to to Camden Yards and and watching the Orioles play at a young young age and uh that kind of that kind of started the fire yeah it's awesome I mean I've been to a few uh good amount of major league baseball stadiums but man can't something about Camden Yards it's, it's such a beautiful place and I'm sure a lot of that is the just seeing Cal Ripken there back in the day and sure. the excitement and and obviously uh, some good food there too. So you're in a yeah. you're in a good spot. But uh, so out of high school, you were drafted by the Braves, but uh, decided to play uh, college baseball at Wake Forest. When into, what went into making that decision? Yeah, my my dream growing up was was to play in the ACC. Um, you know, I was a huge UNC fan growing up, and it actually came down to to UNC and Wake for my final two. And uh, it was one of the toughest decisions I ever had to make. But you know, I just fell in love with Wake. I fell in love with the coaches. Um, fell in love with the school itself. And um, yeah, it it just matched up with the dreamers playing the ACC. And and I knew I had a shot to play right away freshman year, which I, I felt like was going to be huge for my development. And the Braves drafted me out of high school and, and I was very appreciative, but um, it just wasn't, wasn't in the plans at the time. You know, I didn't think that I was a good enough player to, to kind of make the run I wanted to in, in the professional baseball. And 
Um, I, I just felt like it was it wasn't what my development needed. So went to Wake, loved the coaches, um, and, and just had the best three years of my life there. And so uh, you know, I, looking back at, it, I think that was the best decision for me. Yeah, it's a real bet on yourself there to step back like that and and, and kind of sharpen your sword before coming out again. So. So obviously you obviously have a deep belief in yourself. Sure. The um and so watching you come up, you know, you coming up and you came up through an interesting time, which was through COVID and uh no doubt no doubt had an impact on everybody, but talk about how that impacted you and you know, like other players through that journey. Yeah, it was it was a crazy time. I mean, obviously, you know, around the world it was it was something that we've never seen before. And um, you know, as an athlete, it was something that you know, it happened right in the middle of our season. So we were in spring training and um, I was in my first big league camp and, you know, it got shut down just abruptly. Um, and, you know, it was kind of a kind of a crazy time because, you know, I didn't know what the future was for baseball for me. Um, you know, the minor league season had been shut down and and only the big league team was playing at the time. And it was a shortened season. And, um, you know, I, so what I did was I took the time to to um, change my body, change my athletic ability and, and moved to, um, the outfield. And I felt like that was the, the best way for me to make it to the big leagues, um, was if I moved to the outfield and, you know, when you have a, a MVP at first base and Jose Abreu, you, you gotta, you gotta find a way to make to the big leagues with, without taking him out at, at first base. And so, um, so I used the COVID year to, to train in Baltimore and, and be able to make that move to the outfield. And, um, you know, I think that's one of the biggest reasons I got to the big leagues was, was actually that, that season. It's interesting. It's um, it obviously impacted a lot of people, but you know, is is in as far as sports goes, allow a lot of guys to kind of step back and, as you said, and kind of reevaluate for the first time, and and all that is interesting. And uh, to speak to somebody like you who kind of came into the league during that time, it's extra interesting. But uh, yeah. I, I was I was thinking, been thinking a lot, and a lot of the more recent interviews have been asking about first and in this like that first moment, whether it's your first hit, your first, um, you know, whatever it is, uh, win the, the one I want, the one thing I wanted to ask you is, do you remember your first time like walking out or like running out on the diamond for, uh, for your first game? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a moment you'll never forget. And I, I think for me, you know, the best part was, was making the call to my family. Um, you know, obviously getting pulled up to the big leagues. I got pulled into the manager's office. He said, you know, he's like, we got a hitters meeting that we want to do after the game. And um, it was like individual meetings. So he pulled me in and, you know, next thing I know, he was, he was letting me know I was going to the big leagues. So, um, you know, making that phone call to the family and, um, you know, just letting them know that I was going to Chicago and, and yeah, you walk into the, to the clubhouse and you see your Jersey up there and that's kind of when it really hits. It's like, man, you know, if I finally made it, um, you know, you see, you see your last name and, and the new number. And, um, but yeah, it was just such a whirlwind because, you know, obviously in, in football and basketball, you, you kind of know when your debut is going to be. You start the season normally or, or the practice squad or whatever. Um, but for us, it's like, you know, you get the call after a Friday game. You take the the red eye or the early morning flight and you get in. And the next day you're in the lineup because you're playing every day. And so, um, yeah, it was such a whirlwind. But it all kind of slows down when you walk in and, and see your jersey for the first time. Yeah. And then it comes down to just uh, X's and O's, something you've been doing right. since the – you know, you're young, but do you remember what your dad, <clears throat> excuse me, do you remember what your dad said to you when you uh, called home? Yeah. So, I mean, he was obviously extremely proud, extremely, extremely excited, but, um, you know, it was just kind of, you know, don't change who you are when you get to the big leagues, you know, don't change the person you are. Don't change the player you are because, 
you know, that's what, that's what got you there. And, uh, you know, that was his main message to me was, you know, it's, it's still the same game. Um, you know, stay the same person, stay the same player and, and do what you can do. You know, he, he said a lot of guys get there and, you know, try to change what they've done their whole career. And it's yeah. like, don't do that because they they brought you up because they like the player that you are. Um, so that was his main piece of advice. That's awesome. Well, so let's talk about uh, off the field. So um, I'd love to hear a rundown of what you have going on. I know you're on Cameo. You have a deal with Under Armour. Yeah. Tell, tell us about how you kind of look at, um, you know, off the field and business world. Yeah. So for me, it's it's uh, one of the things I've tried to do more is, is kind of get in touch with the social media world. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest, biggest platforms right now. And um, so I'm trying to do a better, better job, you know, Cameo's pull me to do some of their stuff and I'm starting to do some stuff with Under Armour and, um, you know, just try to get acclimated with the fan base a little bit more. You know, I think that's the the coolest part about being a professional athlete is, you know, you can interact with the fans. You can interact and, and be a part of, you know, the community in Chicago, be a part of the community in Baltimore. And, um, you know, that's a side that I want to get more and more in touch with um, because I think that's one of the, the coolest parts of, of being an athlete. Um, you know, you get a, you get a following and, and you can interact with them in, in so many different ways now. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where the cameo stuff comes from and, um, you know, trying to, trying to be more involved with, with Under Armour as well. That's awesome. Uh, obviously baseball cards are a hot topic right now. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious, I haven't had a chance to ask anybody in the MLB because obviously baseball cards are to where it's all started the bread and butter. How sure. do you personally, and how do you think guys are looking at baseball cards? Are you just scooping up anything you can or, uh, what's yeah, your thought it's, there? it's one of the, the craziest markets I've ever seen. Um, I was actually doing some this morning for, for tops with signing some for my rookie deal to finish those up. And um, I mean, it's be, it's a market that's growing and growing and growing. You know, I, I, I collected a ton when I was little, um, you know, I thought it was one of the coolest things. And, um, you know, I kind of makes me want to go back and, and go through some of them and see what I had. I knew my great grandmother gave me, you know, tons and tons of cards that she collected. So, you know, you never know what's in, you see some of these things going for auction yeah. right now. And, um, you know, I kind of want to break down. It's actually what I've got in there. Um, yeah. Retired yeah, guys, guys in our clubhouse were starting to collect this year and go through and see what they had and they'd unwrap and put it on YouTube. And um, so it's, it's something that's really cool now to see, you know, kind of how it's taken that turn back, you know, how it was in the old days. Yeah, well, listen, we should all go out and buy uh, Gavin Sheets. Yeah. Get, get, get it loaded up on the cards. I will, uh, I'm going to buy one. I, I'll support that. But uh, it's a good investment. But uh, cool, Gavin. Well, awesome. You know, really appreciate your time today. Congrats Absolutely. on the success on the field. And uh, good luck catching a turkey and enjoy the offseason. So thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on anytime.